0: Today's vod has been dedicated. Okay, Baruch Hashem. Today the Rosh HaVad is back, Rabbi Ezra Cohen. So we can have a special vod today. Let's go. Now, Rabbi Yisrael Salanta is going to enter into a very deep uh, subject here which will give us some insight into the darkest Shomayim, the way Hashem runs the world and how He works with us. So it's deep stuff, we're going to take it slow, as usual. Okay? Now, what was mentioned last week was that if Hashem sees that a person is working on himself. Okay, so we're going to start the words in the book. It's going to be, Ki aniut ba'a ala adam al shtei b'chinas. Do you see that? Those are the words we're going to start with. It's about eight pages in or something like that. You got it? Mm-hmm. Ki aniut ba'a ala adam al shtei You found it? You want to give it to me? I'll show you where it is. Okay, let's go here. Right here. Here. Show Keep from us. Okay. So now, like this. Rabbi Shosalanta told us that if a person is a Tshuva, you know what a Tshuva is? If he's in the process of change, and the process of change does not require even a outward behavior. The process of change begins very, very early stages of like, learning Musabis Bylus if Hashem sees a person is changing he's a Oisin Tshuva however if a per- Hashem sees that a person is not changing then he goes into the Pasuk that Hashem says about him Kiachofetz Hashem Lahamisa Depeshachotas ok that's what we learn now he's going to open it up a little bit deeper. Okay, so we all got the page here. Ezra, you got it? Yes. Ki bala odom Punishment, oynish, midas hadin, <inaudible> comes on a person in one of two ways. Okay? These are developing subjects. So just stay focused. Ha'achas, <inaudible> the first one. Does anybody know what that means? When the sin exceeds a certain quantity or quality. It means it reached a point where it's time that this sin has to be punished for. Okay? (laughs) Hashem waits to see what's going to be with you and... When the sin exceeds a certain point, Hashem says, "Now it has to be punished." rosha, then the person is called a rosha, meaning a rosha in din. In din is considered that he is condemned in this din Torah. Alhad ishloyshe says that rishoyim, dahayin rishoyim betinzeh. Iran says, in the three books, Sifron shal rishoyim, Sifrin shal Sadikim, and Sifrin shal bainanim. The Iran says Sifran shal rishoyim means that he reached a certain point where Hashem says he is going to be condemned for his avarice, that's called Roshah for that day. Habayz. Again, this thing is developing, so we have to understand it. It's law. If a person has a sin, where Hashem sees that he has a sin, that he's not going to do tshuva on it. Okay? So again, it's not a lot of, it's not a tremendous quantity, or a tremendous quality necessarily. But it's something that is not gonna change. Hashem sees is not gonna change. Which I'm gonna explain that in a minute, what that means. Okay, so this opens up a very deep subject, which we're gonna learn about. But Let me give you a little bit of an overview so you understand. you listening, Tzaddik? Move over so I can see you. Eye contact. There we go. Ah. Rahman is back in the house. Now this is opening up deep stuff, Rahman. Deep stuff. Okay. We're gonna learn from soul that a few things. Number one that a human being he could work with the free choice, right? He makes good choices. He can make good choices. That the good choices that he makes, al pi seicham, teva, siba will come with good outcomes. For example, if a person starts a career of coming to the vad in the morning, yeah, okay, al pi if every single day, You're going to learn Musa, and you're going to think you're going to change over time. That's logical. So that's knowing the future based on a decision that you made that has a logical good outcome. Okay? Now you can make a decision, for example, to leave Yeshiva and go to work, let's say, and you have no structure of spirituality, and then we know that that decision, based on logic, will end up looking something else, right? So we can make decisions. The decision itself is not such a big thing, it's either to learn a little Musa, or to go to whatever, right? But based on the logical Siba Masuv, natural cause of events, we can figure out what's going to be with this guy going forward, right? That's called sechum. So that's one type of choice in life. We have choices to make decisions that will be step-by-step process to bring us to the right place or step-by-step process to bring us to the wrong place, okay? That's one type of decision. There's another type of Bechira that we have is even when a person stooped deeply in evil, and according to the, the Seichel, he's not going out. According to logic, doesn't dictate that he's going to change. Right? He's living in a certain way. Still a person always has a Bechira to make an illogical decision, we'll call it. Or an impulsive decision to just change. Okay? And the same thing, you could have a person who has always the Bechira to become a Russian. Just klal. if you're in a good environment and you're doing the right things you're not going to make that decision. Okay? Sicham. Decisions of human beings, the Bechira of human beings can be under two possibilities. Either to make the right choices that can ultimately lead to greater results through a process of Siva Mesoviv, or you can make a decision right off the bat to either change to the good or the bad. Okay? Now, in Yediyas Hashem, HaKadosh also has two kinds of ideas, two kinds of knowing the future. Okay? One type of knowing the future is based on the fact that if you know a person, if you would know a person inside out, you know all his nature and his nurture and the decision that he made and how Sibu Masufiv works, you could predict somebody's future to some degree. Not a complete prediction because he still has Bechir to do something else. But a logical, based on the step process, that that's what he's going to do. Okay, That's one kind of idea. That of course, human beings have it to some degree, but they're limited in their knowledge. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's knowledge is complete. So he can know someone's decision based on what we would call Seichel Sibam misurvod. Hashem has another kind of idea. The idea that you have to be a Navi to know. There's no way to know that based on Siba Masura, just what's going to be. Okay? Now Hashem has both those type of ideas and both those type of ideas do not influence our Bechira, which is a subject which we're not talking about today. Okay? So now, Hashem has two kinds of ideas and we have two types of Bechiras too. We have Bechira to make good decisions and we have Bechira also that when we're in a situation we can change. Okay? now Shol is going to develop that in a lengthy discussion but i want to just go to the main point and leave the discussion out for today right over here he just said Habez, just to read it back again if a person did a has sin hashem knows you're not going to do chu hashem knows logically you're not going to do chuva Lefia because of the connection Bisi that comes from your decision. You made a bad decision. Logically, the bad decision that you made is going to ultimately lead you to a point that you're never returning to a point of no return. In that situation, Hashem will consider you an einois and Okay, that means if you did an avera. That not necessarily you put yourself in a position that you're not going to do tshuva, but Hashem just knows you're not going to do tshuva. Then He won't punish you. But if it's you put yourself in a situation that Al you're not going to come to do tshuva, even though you still have bechira to do something against logic, you're already going into the category of ein ice and tshuva. Watch. We'll skip a little bit and I'll show you where he fears that ice. Okay. If you go, I don't know if you'll find it so easily. It's like a further paragraph. By me it's a paragraph. I don't know by you if it is. Kein gam in yin Chuva tshuva ve'ein oysa tshuva. says the rule is that if you're a person who's doing chuva, then Hashem will uh, give you life. If you're a person who's not doing chuva, then He won't, right? So it says, Kein gam in it's only based on Hashem's knowledge, logical knowledge, knowledge, right? I mean, working with that Bechina. Based on the fact that the kid is putting himself in a good environment, he's staying in Yeshiva, he's trying to change, then Hashem prolongs his anger and lets him do it himself. Let him do the step-by-step process himself. But based on logical steps, he won't come to chuba, Right? He still has he still has bechirat to change, even though logically he's not in that situation. Scary thing! It's a scary thing. So a person comes to Rosh Hashanah to din Rosh Hashanah. If Hashem sees that he's on a program that ultimately leads to change, Hashem won't. <laughs> but if akorash uh, Baruch sees that <laughs> the way he's behaving, the things that he's doing in life, he's not going in the right direction, he's not going to come to tshuva, then Hashem is chafetz la'mita, unless he finds a big zechus to save him. Let's just read the next paragraph. So, what makes you Mukshel Tshuva? Who are Hergish? To understand and to feel that you need to change. She You have to be a live person that you realize you have deficiencies. But as it kaver she is Oyer L'Tshuva. But if there's no Hergish, at Tshuva Ma'ayan Toily. And then he adds a little keneche, which is a little redeeming factor. He says, That's if your hergeshim are totally dead or numbed. That even if you hear musa from an outsider, you won't wake up that even a strong Musa whether you sue him or a or whatever it is things in your life can't wake you up that's how dead you are Okay, so let's think about this this is so such an important thing because as long as a human being is in the program of being open minded to hear that he has chesreynes and he has to change. And he's willing to subjugate himself to the process. As slow as the process may be. But the process in itself works. Eventually it works. Slowly, slowly. Then that guy's alive. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't... Uh, he wants him to do good. He wants him to be high, he wants him to be alive, he wants him to do tshuva, he'll help him. He'll help him do tshuva, he'll take care of him, he'll go through Rosh Hashanah, no problem. However, if a person loses his the hainu if you live life without taking chazals and bringing them home to yourself and seeing your deficiencies and seeing that you have to change... When you hear Musashwooz, the only thing you can think about is the guy next to you, how it applies to him. It doesn't apply to you. You know? When things happen in your life, you don't read the map, you don't read the messages. So then a person is al-piseichal, not changing. If a person al-piseichal is not changing, then I khurajbok was khoth itslamita. That's what B. Solanth to say. Very scary thing. A person has to be open very hard for people to be people don't want to be they automatically deflect that they possibly have a chisar so this is a very deep thing you have to know how to work with it in actuality you have to know how to work with it because if a person hears every schmooz and sees that he has all these chisar so then one or two things happen if he's not healthy either he becomes deflated, depressed, gives up, it's too much, can't do anything. That's one bad thing that can happen. Another bad thing that can happen to a person is that when he feels that he has a concern, he wants to change it ASAP. He wants to get rid of it miyad. But it doesn't work like that. You so can't get rid of problems right away. So we have to know how to do this, because it's a catch-22. Because on one hand, a person doesn't want to feel that he has a chisar, either he doesn't want to deal with the uncomfortability of it, or he doesn't want to deal with the work that's involved. He doesn't want to do that, so he chooses to ignore it, right? It's one of the defense mechanisms of a human being. A person has a defense mechanism that everything is okay. This is in psychology very much discussed various forms of defense mechanisms where you don't want to face reality. Because facing reality could be painful or could be difficult. So if he's al not facing reality or he's convincing himself that he's a good guy and he's at tzadik and he has nothing to work on and he has a justification for all his behaviors and, and things and he's always right and everybody else around him is wrong and whatever. So that guy al-piseichel is not a oisin so what the, what's the other option? The other option is to face truth, to look at truth in the eyes. You know that's not an easy option either, because that can sometimes deflate people and feel that they have no way to succeed. You know, and the mountain is too high to climb, and all these kind of stuff. Right. So what Rabbi Salanta wants us to do is also itself not such a simple thing. First, has to come to the great realization that our job is not to be perfect. Our job is to work with our chesronos, and every shlav, every stage of work, is a complete accomplishment in itself of shlemus. You understand? So it means we have to live basically a life that has purpose, a life with an endeavor, a life of development. Not that I have to be perfect. It's a life that has uh, an endeavor. So then it gives purpose to my life. And even my defects and even my avarice could serve a way of awareness of understanding myself. And when I understand myself, that's one step closer to becoming a better person because I understand my weaknesses. So even my bad, uh, things that happen are experiences of self-learning experiences that are used for the bigger picture to grow. So everything could be positive. Everything has the power to be positive. Even looking at a chasorin could have a positive. It could have a powerful positive. You know, the goyin says, and many Marmikarim says that, we find that the Yitzhahor gives Musa, and the Yitzhah Toiv gives Musa. They both give Musa, even the Yitzhahor. You think the Yitzhahor only tells you to do Averis. The tells you to do Gives Musa too. Strong Musa. The Nafkamina is that when you finish the Musa from the Eitzahari, you feel deflated. You feel me, You feel depressed. It paralyzes you. That's his Musa. When you finish Musa from the Eitzahari, you feel empowered to grow. Especially the going in a different place says that Toykhocha means you're not allowed to point out someone's Chisarin just for the sake of pointing out his chasson, because he knows it already, so you just reminded him, and then you made him feel bad. Thank you very much. Feeling bad is not going to change people. You have to also give him a mahalach. It's not just the point to make him feel bad. The point is to make him have a mahalach, how to grow. So, of course, the chalik of growing is I have to realize that I have a chasson, has to touch me that I need to change, but I need a mahalach too. It's not just that I'm just stuck in a pit. You follow, and then understanding the process of growth and the process of working with a deficiency is actually what's building you and creating you and and making you and giving you your greatness. Because people's weaknesses is at the end becomes their strong points. You know, it's because what they acquired is real. It's not fake. It's not, It's not. You You acquired it. And that's the whole... is what we acquire. So a person has to have a very positive attitude towards what Rabbi Yisrael Salant is saying. But if you have a positive attitude to what Rabbi Yisrael Salant is saying, that's the way to grow. It's only that we have a, a misconception of what Musa is. We have a misconception of understanding what Chasroim is. And then it causes us very negative emotions... And it causes us a lot of pain and it makes us feel inadequate and that's why we stay away from knowing the truth but when you stay away from knowing the truth then you're and you know, chuva you're in trouble you got it okay we'll stop here for today uh.